This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. What's going on, guys? Good to see you. Good evening. Hi, Chris. Another beautiful Wednesday here on the Shower Door Pros group. Um, yeah, I was just kind of chit-chatting, you know, before I started the live stream and got a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas. I don't know. You guys got any ideas? Always. Knew it. Always. Well, any, it, anybody sell warranty plans on their doors? Like, you know, you can buy this store and then for an extra $200, you'll have service calls anytime you need. Anything like that, like you would get for an appliance, an extended warranty? That, you know, that idea had never even occurred to me. Uh, but now that you mention it, it's like, it's not that bad of an idea. It'd be a moneymaker. I mean, we almost never have to go back. So it, That's the thing. I, from what I heard, it had to be underwritten by a third party. Like you have to get an insurance company. So like if you went to Costco and you bought an appliance or a TV, I think they use Foursquare or something like that. It's a third party insurance company. But there's got to be kickbacks there. All the companies do it. I mean, they try and push it all the time. Yeah, for sure. And I think the, the history of it is only like uh, 10% of the people actually use the warranty. You know, most of the time, not necessary. So I just didn't know if anybody else did it or even thought about doing it. Well, what do you guys offer as a standard warranty? Uh, on installation, or, on installation, 30 days, because if it's going to leak, it's going to leak in the first 30 days. And it's 30-day leakage warranty. Leakage, right. And then a year on the parts. And labor. Yeah. You warrant the glass? Yeah, that's parts. Sure. Okay. Not against scratch. Once they sign off, it's not like, you know, if a cleaning company comes in and hits it with the razor blade and scratches it, all bets are off. So they've got to inspect it and let us know everything's okay, you know, within 48 hours. Right. It depends on the context of the situation. If they're real hot out of the gate, I'd say, absolutely, no, the glass is warranty. It's no charge. It's going to cost me 700 to come rip out the other one and reinstall it. You just got to pay for the labor. Oh and my sometimes God. that little thing just makes them feel, oh, okay, so my yelling got the glass for free. Now I can, I'm okay justifying the husband. I just got to pay for labor. Look who's appeared. Holy Jesus. I know. Is this, is this really happening? Let me check my <laughs> eyes. I, I, I've always wanted to join. I finally got, oh, got a whoa. chance. Yeah. I, I, I'm, on, I'm honored to be here and just be a fly on the wall. That's all. You guys are all awesome. I, I can't wait to learn a little bit tonight. Yeah, right. You should be running the class, man. No way. No way. <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this is a thrill for me. Thanks for having me. I, I, again, I'm glad I could finally jump on here. Oh, that's that's Pearlstein. You're the man. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. Uh, that's, uh, that's how I feel. And uh, uh, looking forward to learning something along the way and chatting with you guys. Bill especially talks about how great this is every week. So I'm glad I got to be on it this time. It is. Last week we had 15 people. I mean, it was very good last week. And if you, I don't know. Do you watch the uh, live stream that Chris posts like two or three days after? I do see it. Yeah, I do yeah. see it. And, and, and again, I've always, I mean, it's like an extension of, of the page, the best practices. It's just so great. And just the give and take and uh, the talent in this group is just mind blowing. I wish I could, wish I could just explode it more throughout the, uh, the industry because you guys are, you, you all just represent us so well. Yeah, this is a really good group here. There's a few more. Billy Britt is normally here. Brandon Nicastro. I haven't seen him in, I don't know, a month or so, right? Chris, yeah. who, are, who are the other ones that are normally on here that's not here tonight? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Mike from Royal Glass in Virginia, West Virginia. Oh, Mike Maslow. Mm. Great guy. Yeah. 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 Great guy. Great guy. Good deal. Well, it's good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. And, uh, and I think Brandon, I, I want to say Brandon must be traveling because I saw on his feed that he was looking at places all over the East. I think he was uh, 
out and about. So that's must must be what he's up to. Yeah, I think he's going to be Brian, uh, knocking on Brian's door tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> All right, Brian. You going to sell your business short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He might be out on a hunting trip or something. For a business. No, I mean, he hunts for, you know, game and stuff, you know. Yeah. But I don't know if this is the right time of year for that. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. And we're just kind of... Uh, we're just talking about warranties um, and what kind of a warranty that we we each offer. Like I, I offer a one year warranty and it doesn't include leaks. Leaking is not because we, I don't there's no such thing as a leak in a frameless door. So um, so by I mean, that being said, when when a customer calls me, uh, you know, sometime, even though we've had this discussion right before and during and after the installation, I'll still get that call a couple of weeks later. Hey, you know, water's getting out. And uh, so then what I do is we have that conversation one more time. Hey, frameless shower enclosures are not watertight. They're just right. not. But I'll be happy to come out there, you know, squirt a little silicone, you know, put on a plastic edge or something like that. We'll see what we can do to mitigate the problem. But I'm just telling you right now, if you think it's going to be watertight, I mean, you're probably, you know, you're probably going to be disappointed. And a lot of times if that happens, I'll go out, you know, and, and do, you know, square a little caulking there. It just makes them feel better. And uh, and sometimes you can. I mean, sometimes you can actually contain every drop of water. You know, uh, it's just kind of a it's kind of a crapshoot. But um but if I if I could ask a quick question though, and, and this might be covered, I, I'm curious from the, the group. Um, you know, does anybody offer like a master service agreement for their shower doors where, you know, you get a shower door from you and, and then, you know, for the next five years, you can come out once a year and, you know, do a cleaning, you know, do a, a clear shield or DFI or whatever, change, you know, change the sweeps, make sure the hardware is, is working. Does anybody do that? Is that something that that's out there? We were just your mind, Bill. We were just talking about that before you came on, Max. There was okay. a topic, topic I brought up. But what I found out in the investigation, at least in Florida, is if you do that, it has to go through in like a, a third party, somebody to insure it in case you go out of business and they paid for five years in advance. So there has to be a backing. Just like if you go to Costco and buy a television and you want to buy a, a warranty package, it's through a company like Foursquare or sure. a third party insurance company. But- we were, that was the question I asked Chris, if there was anybody on here that does that, you know, uh, here's a thousand dollar shower door and for $200 more, you'll have an extended warranty uh, of four years or five years or something like that. Now you can do a maintenance agreement for cleaning and things like that. And that's legal without going through a third party. It's if you want to do a replacement or something and they want to protect the consumer in case you go out of business. Yeah, I was That's, definitely thinking thinking the maintenance side, especially for those folks that get the, either the clear shield or the DFI, you know, and, and they don't know how to use it. They don't understand that, that they think it's self-cleaning and they don't they don't take advantage of it. And then little things like little tiny fixes just to keep them happy, you know. I, that's but it's I'm glad I figured you you already were down down that path. So and it's interesting about needing a needing an additional backer if you wanted to do a heavier warranty sort of play. Yeah. And I'm still investigating because I think it's a good play. You know, the industry standards are saying like only 10% of the people actually put in for a warranty uh, ticket, so to speak. So that means 90% of the people that are paying the upgrade charge don't even use it. They, oh. they basically buy it as an insurance policy. Look at every major city. All the big high rises are either insurance companies or banks. So, I mean, most of the insurance is never called upon. If we did that too, I would go after the silicone. Everybody changes their shoes once a year. You know, it because when you say it's on parts, you're like, well, are you selling me bad parts? But the caulking has something to do with their cleaning and their shower habits. So it's, you know, once a year we can come and they don't want any channeling. We scrape out all the caulking and re-caulk it, you know, depending on what type of package they're purchasing. But that that's the caulking is always something that can be. Everybody knows what disgusting caulking looks like. And you want, want us to rip it out and redo it once a year, once every two years. That could be part of the package. And they probably won't even call. You know, I had a, a long talk with Danny Dunahue about caulking. And um, 
there's times that people call us that the caulking is turning color and discoloring and they think it's a mildew or a fungus or something or bacteria. And it's not, it's a chemical reaction to the cleanser they're using. Uh, so it actually, it can't be bleached or taken off. It has to be cut out and replaced. And that could be a cleanser like a pine saw or something like that, that just reacts to the particular caulking. And it starts to discolor it and turn it black. Um, so that, that's an option, just like Keith said, we can go out and cut it, recut it and replace it. And obviously it's more prevalent if you're doing it in clips as opposed to channel. Like our channel has a caulking trough underneath it. So you don't see that exposed caulking. But uh, if you're doing clamps and clips and a lot of exposed caulking, that is a problem, especially with sitting water and uh, whatever cleansers they use. Hmm. The, uh, the other part of it is the sweep underneath, you know, to clean that or just give them a fresh sweep, trim it up. That's probably the biggest maintenance thing that you would get called back for over time. And then your typical clicking hinges and then glass going out of adjustment because of walls expanding, which we talked about what last week or week before. Yeah. You know, when the topic came up of an extended warranty sort of thing, the first thing I thought of was silicone because that's, you know, probably the one thing that actually does, you know, kind of go bad over time. And then, you know, plastic edge seals, however, however many of those, there's almost always one on the bottom of the door when I do it. And then there are certain configurations like some Neo angles when they're small, you just can't really get by without them, unfortunately. Um, and they, you know, after a couple of years, they turn yellow or start to crack or whatever. So, you know, I do have, uh, I have this one customer in, in Santa Cruz who a lady, really, really nice lady. And I did, uh, an enclosure for her in her condo. And um, she had me come back the next year uh, to to replace the seals on it, which she's like a clean freak to the max. So it's like, I go back there and a year later, it's like brand new. I mean, there's spotless, you know, I, I gave her the, you know, the, the um, diamond fusion or whatever and, and, all, and all that. But uh, all the sweeps, you know, I mean, she takes the sweeps off and cleans them, puts it back on. So you, a year later, I go back, they're like brand new, but she wants them replaced. And so I've been doing that now. I think it might be like almost 10 years. I've been going back to change the seals every year. And I give her just like a crazy like price, you know, low price because she's just so nice and just like her so much. Now she's like a member of the family. Goes a long way. Probably get a lot of referrals out of it and you don't even know it. Yeah, it's like, it's get... my favorite part, you know, of, of what I do. It's just the, those relationships, you know. Does she get the friends and family discount, Chris? Yeah. No discounts. <laughs> no I mean, discounts. You know, I, I mean, because for me, I mean, I really, I don't, I'm not that available to go out and do service calls, you know, because just the nature of, of our little, our little company. So, um, so if I do go to do something, it's like, Hey, I have to charge you like a half a day. It's kind of, it's expensive for me to come out and fix your little thing. You know, you might be better off, you know, calling a handyman or something, but you know, with something, something like this, it's just like, I do it for a kind of pretty ridiculously low. I don't know why I think I consider it like I have a, um, an adjustment, like a hinge adjustment fee for like existing customers, like this, like 200 bucks or, or something like that. And so that's what I charge her. And she'd pay me more if I wanted it, but. Where are you? You're in California? Yes, sir. So if we, so that would be like a $75 repair here, right? Cause the taxes and gas and everything. That's what I charge. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's prorated in Florida. <laughs> Environmental fees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Make Disposal sure no, fee. Right. You got to make sure there's no salamanders living. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. oh it's a great pubic hair. We got to save that one. <laughs> An endangered well, You know, one. the silicone is known to say to California to be cancerous, right? Everything yeah. is cancerous in California. There's DNA on that. Uh, yeah. Wow. Chris, I sell it to Google. That went south fast. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, you can't. You can't turn your back on these guys for a minute. No. Hey, Chris, what's, what's gas cost right now in California? Damn oh, it's but. cheap. I like four, four, 
59. Regular? Regular. Oh my God. I thought they only used electric in California. I didn't think there was gas there. <laughs> yeah, but it takes gas to make the electricity. Good point. Hey, how many other people on this place, Not Bill, not to you, how many other people on here, everybody on here does heavy glass showers, right? Everybody? Yeah. Is anybody yeah. exclusively using pivot hinges? No. Nah, nah, not exclusively. I'm trying to get there. I'm, I'm moving in that direction. I've been using them more often. Billy Britt came down and he went through the showroom and that was one thing that stood away from me. He says, I can't believe you have all these hinges. And I, I says, when I said this, I kind of saw it in his face, but and I begged the question, maybe anyone else doesn't think this way, but I don't even know how many doors we put in a year, but it's in the thousands. And now if you just take, forget how they work in the actual physical structure and the weight displacement, you got double the amount of holes. Okay, so that's double amount of drilling. It's double amount of screws. It's double amount of drill bits. Double the amount of chances of tile breakage. That's a here, big here. Yep. And, and then the the tensile weight versus the static load. I don't. I just can't understand for the life of me why somebody would use one of those hinges over the other and not expect it to fail eventually, especially over volume, not a one-off scenario. Hundred at a time, two hundred at a time. The repairs have to be astronomical has to be well you know not everybody has my shower door pivot hinges either i mean and, and it's there's a big difference believe me it's like if you have to if you have to use the other guys pivot hinges uh, they don't they're not nearly nearly as good well chris but even that take that out of the scenario and thank you for that plug but even without that <laughs> Just technically, I'm just you the truth, man. I just had I use some today. Yeah, of ours or somebody else's? No, the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't. I can't email, speak to that. Us. I don't. I don't know why I have. I didn't really have to. I just kind of made a mistake and ordered them. But but did, just think about the number of holes, the number of drill bits, screws, anchors. So those that's double your cost. The hinge is the same cost as a wall mount hinge. I just I don't see. If you wrote a list of pros and cons, I'm waiting other than the aesthetics. And that's debatable. You know, it's vanilla and chocolate. Mm. What are the structural time-saving profitable benefits from a pivot to a llama? I don't see it. And the callbacks, just the callbacks. Yeah. It's a short bag. Yeah. I think people just aren't that used to working with them. I mean, I know, I mean, I really wasn't. And it just didn't occur to me how versatile they, they really are. And, um, you know, the more that I do, the more that um, I like it and the more I'm heading in that direction. And it's cool because since everybody else isn't using it, using those, it gives you that kind of, you know, um, novelty yes. thing, you know, that that's pretty cool. It's like, well, we use these. And when you tell them why, it's like they understand immediately. Well, especially mm -hmm. when they leave I, on, on a daily basis, we have average in the Naples showroom between 20, 30 walk-ins a day. Three of them will go right down the street to another place. One of them will come back because they remember all they saw was Walmart hinge. And they said, well, you know, it has a much higher likelihood of it slipping out of adjustments. So naturally you leave a little bit bigger space to allow for that, which opens the door for water leakage, double uh, pools. And before you know it, they kind of talk themselves out of it because that the fear kicks in. Mm. And so it's just, it's almost inarguable. It's going to be stronger. It's no brainer. No brainer. No brainer. I'd be no. looking at it over. The long oh. So one of the things I found out from Billy, the reason that he was using the wall mounts, which he hates is that, he orders his glass from a supplier. So he's getting the glass and the hinges and the handle and the channeling as a package deal. And, mm. the, and the suppliers who in many cases are Old Castle, uh, now C.R. Lawrence, selling that whole product. Okay, he, whole said product the, he said the same thing to me. He says, they got me hamstrung. I says, okay, let's just think about this. So if you don't buy the hardware, your price goes up a little bit more. So for the overall cost of that job, if it costs you $75, $100 more on the front side, 
for the likelihood of you not breaking a tile, drilling half the amount of holes. So you're going to free up another hour alone. What's your what's Billy's time worth per hour? And then a 75% chance of never having a callback versus, you know, the coin flip that he has now. It's a short bag. I tell the supplier to F off. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I do the same thing. I order, I mean, I can, I use showers online and I can order straight from showers online um, from old castle and they'll send me the glass and the hardware, you know, but there's two buttons, you know, there's one that says order glass and hardware. There's one that says just order the glass. Yeah. And, you know, in some cases, see, that's why I ended up with the, the hardware on this, this job today because I hit that, that other button, but I forgot, you know, but, um, but, you know, a lot of cases that that works, you know, if I, you know, if I just want to use all of their hardware, but they're in the, then don't get mad at me when I don't order their hardware. That's okay, Chris. We'll still everybody talk should take, uh, hopefully everybody takes note, you know, when we do our completed jobs, if there's ever repairs on those jobs, if you document, you know, in an Excel spreadsheet or Google doc you know, every quarter, every year, all your repairs and what the repair was. If you start to see that it's slipping out or the tile cracked or whatever the case may be, over the course of a year, you add up all the, the money tied to that repair. I think you'll see it's, it's not even close. Mm. Billy's going to look at that. Yeah, but he knows. He just went through his service calls and 80% of them were hinge slips. You know, just coming out of the hinge. 80%. That's a lot. It's killing them. And, and you know, uh, Chris, even on our pages, I'm reading it. There's guys all the time. There's how do you, how do you block the hinge? How do you stop it from coming out? And all these guys have their homemade things. You know, I use epoxy. I use uh, rubbing alcohol on the glass, clean it and change out the gaskets and use the clear ones instead of the rubber ones. And, Everybody's got that. Just the design alone, the pivot notch with the nipple on the end is locking the glass from going anywhere. The only way that goes out of adjustment is if the hinge is coming off the wall. You know, the screws come out of the wall, not the glass within the hinge plate. Mm. I have but never had to go back and adjust one of those top and bottom mount pivot doors. Mm -hmm. Never had to adjust one. It's not out of adjustment. Mm -mm. So, I mean, that right there pays any little additional cost or, or you know, discomfort, you know, there might be in switching over. I'm, I'm really a believer. I'm, I've, I've uh, definitely moved in that direction quite a bit and, you know, want you know to what the other benefit is, is when the builder comes back to us and says, hey, you know, times are a little tough and, you know, we, we shopped your price. We haven't shopped you in a while. And, you know, the other guy's $200 cheaper. And it says, hey, seeing it sounds like you're really paying attention to detail. And he says, yeah, we are. I says, okay, how many callbacks or service calls have you ever had from us? They said, none. I said, you're willing to risk that for $200 to send over the purchase order <laughs> because you don't have any callbacks. So that just gives you another value add after to remind them when they start asking about that, because all the other competitors are using the Walmart hinges. Yeah. And the other option is in Florida, lots of times they're not using wood for backers uh, behind there. So you can't even guarantee if there's wood backing. The pivots, you don't have to worry about that. Again, mm -hmm. you're, you're, the weight of it's down into the threshold. So true. But anyhow, it's not about pivots. It's about shower door professionals. What else is on the talk? <laughs> it's not about pivots. Sometimes it's about pivots. Sometimes hey, it is. Eric Stern, have you been on this call before? Eric, come on down. I can't remember. I was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. What's going on, man? What, what, what's your warranty? Uh, it's a one-year warranty. Same as yours. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it doesn't go wrong in a year, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, I have a thing that I do that I follow up with all my customers after one year. So I'm like, at the end of a year, they automatically get a text message from me that says, Hey, oh just want to tell you that it's been a year, you know, and it's like, hope you still love your shower door. Let us know if you need anything. And most of the times they're like, wow, yeah, we love our shower door. Thanks. You know, they're blown away that, that we got in touch. Nobody does that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then time, 
from time to time, it's like, oh yeah, the door, you know, it's shifted a little bit or whatever, you know. Um, so it's like, cool. Well, you know, great. That's why I'm contacting you because before you, you know, it goes out of warranty, I want to come out there and, and take care of that for you. Do you send the text out on the last day at like midnight, and then that way when you get back to the next day. Oh, too bad you didn't call me yesterday. <laughs> wow. Yep. So yeah, people people trip on that. I mean, who does that? Who who calls you to make sure that you, you know, get a chance to take care of, you know, take advantage of your warranty before it expires. You know, so it's the little things like that. You know that. You know, sets apart, right? Goes a long ways. Goes a long ways. Hey, well, Max is here. I don't know how many of the other guys on here even know Max. Maybe they should just introduce themselves so he understands the breadth of this uh, page and where everybody's from. Yeah, that'd be great. Love to know where everybody's from. All right. Well, you know us, right? And for yeah. Eric and some of the new guys. So Keith is my son and we're in Florida, uh, Naples, Fort Myers area. Yeah, so Brian Sherd, Chattanooga, as you can see, Chattanooga Premier Glass, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Awesome. Uh, we do uh, shower doors as well as uh, insulated. Plus, I have a, a second company that manufactures insulated as well. Oh, wow. So you, like, you, so you have like an IG line and, and you use it for yourself or you, you sell to like other local, local glass shops? I'm trying to get out to sell to other local glass shops, but uh, mostly we're our, our own customers. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Nice to meet you. I'm Tim Cannell. I'm from Monterey, California, across the bay from Chris. And we have Carmel Glass, and we're a full, full service shop. We do a lot of shower doors, insulated units. And used to do a lot of commercial, but we got out of that. And, and, and Tim, I saw your coffee mug was Glass Fab. So that's a, I picked pick that, pick that logo up from afar. Is that you know, my eyes not deceiving me? Is that a Glass Fab uh, coffee mug? I've known, yeah, that's Glassfab. I've known Gofark since he was with uh, Havenwick and ACI. All you know, that's how far back I go. Yeah, Goldfarb's a legend. Great guy. Great guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you've been around a long time. Did you ever know Don Harder? Oh yeah, absolutely, Don. Yeah, speaking of legends, absolutely for sure. Yeah, he was a legend. Yes, yes. With the California Glass Association, he yeah. You know that no, no doubt he he was the godfather of of all of that. Oh well, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I even got a little booklet he started. Well, he put out the source. I have that, and then he started another little booklet for shower doors, and then the glass association folded, and that was the end of that. Yeah, yeah. And there's been talk about trying to get that California Glass Association get up going again. Uh, there's been people yeah. in San Diego talking about it, and you know it'd be really nice to see that come back because it really was a power one back in the day. Oh yeah, and he'd have the trade shows, California, you know, shows and stuff. So he was a great guy. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, it's nice to meet you. Hopefully, one of these days, uh, get to see see. I want to hopefully get to see all of you guys at a show here one of these days. That's for sure. Brian, you're up. I'm Brian Schwartz, uh, owner operator, Freedom Glass and Mirror, up in Bergen County, New Jersey, Northern New Jersey, uh, just over the line from New York. Um, full service glass company um tabletops home ig replacements shower doors wine cellars a little glass railing here and there uh pretty much everything um pretty much one-man show so uh yeah. fairly new in business um just trying to grow and stay on track really sure sure who, who who's uh who's your main like glass suppliers in glass enterprises uh i use eastern glass eastern, eastern. glass resource yeah yeah yeah, that I don't, I don't know them, so that's interesting. Where are they out of? They're in New Jersey, I assume. Yeah, they're in Harrison, New Jersey, near Sea Caucus, kind of fifteen minutes from C.R. Lawrence in Sea. Okay, yeah, and I know C.R.L.'s place in Sea because it's right down the road from G.G.I. in in Secaucus. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, they're not far from there. Okay, good, good, good to know. Well, congrats, congrats on getting getting going. Good luck. Uh, you know, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate I, it. I love you. You're putting yourself out there, so that's cool. Very cool. Thank you. And then uh, Eric. Um, I'm Eric Stern. I uh, own Moffat Glass in Greeley, Colorado, uh, full service glass shop, uh, full commercial uh, uh, mirrors and shower doors, and then also residential. 
Cool. Very cool. And, and uh, that's uh, how, how is the Colorado market for you these days? I mean, uh, I know it's been kind of up and down, but it seems to be good right now, I assume. Uh, it's very good right now. It's just difficulty getting any product. All the manufacturers around here are for shower doors are up to four weeks for turnaround time. So it's a little yeah. difficult right now. Are you buying, do you buy out of Denver? Any of the folks out of Denver? Uh, I buy from Old Castle and Agalite. I also worked for Old Castle for 17 years. So gotcha. I try to keep business there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it's a challenge though. Some areas it's really hard to get tempered. Uh, and, and, you know, those guys are having trouble getting glass, especially, especially six mil. If you're doing, I know you guys like to do the 10 <laughs> and the 12, but six, six mil is really getting hard to find uh, quarter inch clear, tough to find right now. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I'm starting to tell people three eighths is tough to find. They should just buy half inch low iron. Yeah. Got plenty of it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about uh, how about you, Steve? Yeah, Steve Nunn here. I'm in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, I'm uh, kind of a one man band. You know, um, I, I'm a fireman, and I got my my days off. I do uh, the glass work, so. I kind of stick to shower doors and railing and uh, mostly interior residential shower glass. Wow. So, you know, I, I feel like all we do in the glass industry is put fires out all day and you actually do that for uh, for part of your living. I like that. Yeah, tw yeah twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Very cool. Very cool. It's nice perfect to meet you. Perfect mustache, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. And then, uh, and then Bob Dugan, who I, who I think I'm friends with you, uh, on Facebook somewhere along the way. I think we are. And you're yes. Steve, your brother. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I had an experience with him here. I'm in Kansas city. Yep. We were having a little difficulty with the uh, tempering getting glass that wasn't bowed and he paid a personal visit here. Okay. Nice. Uh, I know we, I mean, we're, we're just, I mean, we're, not we're all right we're decent sized but back then we were pretty small and we had eight doors lined up they were all you know anywhere from three eighths to half of an inch bowed and uh Whoa. he told the plant manager he said get this guy good glass and then as he's walking out the door we had just put in a showroom with no stalls and he goes and while you're at it giving glass to fill up all those stalls nice nice <laughs> so he's very nice man there. I'm sure you're even nicer though, right? <laughs> I, I, I try, but he's, he's good. He's good. He's uh, and he's at WA Wilson in West Virginia now. And uh, he, he's, he's uh, the ultimate sales guy. So it doesn't, it doesn't surprise right. me that he would make sure you were taken care of. And, uh, no, uh, that was great. But like I said, we're in Kansas city. And uh, now that uh, we're getting our glass from 310 since Cardinal okay. decided that, to, you know, the Midwest is not part of their, their future. So, but we've had excellent, excellent luck with them. Well, the car, the, the 310 guys are fantastic. Uh, right. you know, good, good, really, really good people. Uh, you know, you know, Chris and those guys are, are super. And, uh, you know, the Cardinal, very interesting. They've pulled out of Texas. They've pulled out of Kansas city. They're, you know, they're really limiting where they're going, uh, really changing their, their, uh, their, their focus. And then, uh, they're also putting out a 20% price increase on clear. So that's kind of, uh, not making people very happy. Uh, yeah, we just got that this week. Like, yeah. you know, that's yeah. in us, but um, yeah, we that's got twelve percent. Yeah, yeah, that that was a little rough. I, I I guess that yeah, I should introduce myself. I you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a lifer kind of in this industry. Uh, my family uh, has been in the glass business uh, since 1898. Uh, I started uh, in '91. Uh, we had a glass fabrication plant in Pittsburgh. Uh, which is now a true light location. Uh, and then I, uh, you know, I worked for Arch Aluminum. That's where you know, Bob got to meet my brother uh, when, uh, when Arch was in Kansas City. Uh, then I, I worked a little bit with Vitro and then I started my own business in, in 2011 uh, as a consultant, uh, marketing and con communication consultant. And my biggest client's the National Glass Association. So I work really closely with the NGA, with Glassfield America, with BEC, GPAD, the glass conferences, uh, my glass class, things like that. And that's how I got to know people like Chris and Bill and Keith. Uh, and uh, I, I do a blog every every Sunday uh, on the glass industry that gets repeated in Glass Magazine every Tuesday. Uh, I do a podcast once a month, which uh, Bill and Chris have been guests on. Uh, and I've always wanted to be on this call. Uh, and I, I've never had a chance. I've always been running around. So I'm glad I get to 
talk with you guys. I'm a big fan of everything that all of you guys do and you post on this page. Um, you know, it's just great stuff and it's great learning. The best practices here is amazing. So thanks for having me. And I look forward to being on this again uh, in the future. Awesome. Thanks for being here, Max. I was hoping that you would go ahead and kind of uh, introduce yourself a little. I mean, all of us have been around for a while. Everybody knows who you are because you're a superstar. Yeah, but, um, yeah. you know, these some of these newer guys might not, you know, might not be familiar with you. But Max, I mean, this guy is like salt of the earth. You know, I mean, there is nobody who doesn't like Max. You know, I mean, I, try. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't know him unless they just haven't been around very long. And, and uh, what a generous, great guy. Um, I've met so many people through him. I've had so many opportunities opened up for, for me because of Max. So man, having you on the call is just a real honor. So thank well, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. And the honor's all mine. And for those of you who don't really know me, uh, if I can ever help, if you have you know questions, you know, like Chris will tell you, if you, you need connections or whatever, I'm always out here to help. And, and, uh, you know, glad, glad to help the industry, glad to help people out. And, uh, you know, again, that's what I do. So, uh, you know, this, it's great to be here though. And I'm, I'm fans of all of yours. Uh, you know, the way you guys get things done is impressive. Really impressive. Hey, Max, I want to follow up on the, the My Glass class. I was on yeah. with An Andrew Haring, uh, Herring yesterday. And uh, when you and, and he did the tour through our factory and you noticed that we had a training center set yeah. up, it kind of opened his eyes up. So he's at, reaching out for Keith and I to look at the My Glass class, which I didn't realize how extensive it is. Yeah. I mean, it's really extensive. So we're going to log on and, and take a look at that and then see if we can't uh, help promote it through the Shower Door Professionals group. And I'm a member of a few other Shower Door groups as well. Uh, so once we take a look at that and evaluate it, we'll, we'll give our input and then try and push it for you. Uh, thank you. And I think that's important. I think that, you know, the, a lot, the classes on my glass class are, are built all by folks in the industry, but there is a weakness on the Shower Door side for sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we're of the belief that, you know, you know, we, we all we all live and die by the people in our profession. I know you compete against people that suck. If we can make everybody better, it, it, it helps everybody in the long run. Uh, but also if we provide things where you can train your people and, and you know, keep them up to speed and you bring all them right. in, you know, on-demand training. Well, definitely. And we talked about it. it's all about training, right? Uh, everyone's talking about it's hard to get help. It's hard to get help. Well, yes. if you're not training, if you're just throwing them in a truck and say, learn from this guy, they're going to get burned out pretty quick. But if you have a very concise, rigid curriculum to follow and a training and then follow up on top of that, um, I think it's a recipe for success. And then breeding kids in right out of school and teach them a career the right way. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think it's important for the industry. And I, and I say kudos to NGA for coming up with that whole My Glass class. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, we're, 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 we're trying. Uh, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it is tough because, uh, you know, a lot of folks don't believe in, in the training or feel like they don't have time. But, uh, you know, right now with it on demand, I mean, it, there's just so many different things. And even the basics like, you know, handling glass, safety, things like that. They're so crucial. You know, you hire somebody and because it is on demand, you know, they, they, you know, folks can watch it at night. They can watch it, you know, during lunchtime, you know, and it, uh, you know, they, they can get it done in, in, a, in a good amount of time and, and then be more knowledgeable. And, uh, you know, everybody who's taken the course has given some good feedback, but I, I am excited to hear what, what you guys all say and, and uh, the feedback provided back. And then we can build things that are more accurate and can help that next generation of, of installer. And that's the goal. Yeah, and that other group that Chris and I are on uh, with Danny Donahue and a few other really good experts throughout the country with this, the best practices for shower door installation. It's like a, an installation design guide. Uh, good group of people that Andrew put together on that, and it's coming along pretty well. Yeah, yeah, those, those, are, those are huge and, and really, really important because those design guides also will you know, morph, I assume, Bill, into guidelines and standards that, that the rest of you guys can use when you're out at a problem customer and they say, well, why is this like this? And then you can hand them this document from the NGA, you know, that breaks down you know, what they're seeing. And that gives you that insurance, basically, that a little bit of that extra oomph to get over the hump with the homeowner. You know, it, it is almost like a third party sort of, you know, protection for you. 
you know, yeah. that you did everything in, 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 in compliance. Yeah. It's just some street cred. It goes back to the building inspectors too, that come out and see these shower doors and said, well, who, where did you get designed for this? And is it, uh, you know, safe? Yeah, sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. That happened years ago in California, back in Don Harder's days, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 There's, there's no doubt. Now, I, I have a question with you guys. It's a little bit old school. Do you, do you ever run into any clients that don't want the logo on the tempered? You know, and, and, and what do you do in that case? Because I, me, I'm scared to death. I would never want to do it. Keith, Keith is going crazy. Please, I'm curious. What happened? Okay, here? okay. I learned this the hard way. This was a blessing in disguise. It's so Tell perfect. Because So in our group here, Max, uh, we're on LinkedIn, or some of us are, and I shared, we, we closed a deal today that we've been working on for a while. And it's, it's a large high rise. And... Um, three, 400 shower doors, but this is the fourth high rise in a row on this development. So one, two, three, four, and we've done all four, but in the first one, um, you know, we started pre-ordering a lot of uh, pre-made doors and then we build the panels off of that and figure we, we know how many are going in this high, high rise. We just don't know the exact dimensions and they're not all going to be square. So let's just gamble. And we'll, we'll pre buy 50 of them. But some of them in carrying on in a project like this, we're not used to maybe they chipped the corner or there's a blemish here. And if it was turned upside down, we could have salvaged it because it was square, but now the bugs up there. And we came up with the way to redesign the bug and we had them put on the little nipple um, in the pivot hinge. And so now if we have to flip the door upside down for whatever reason, um, you'll never see that bug. I also think, aren't you allowed to have a certificate of authenticity that it's tempered? So if a customer says, you know, I don't want the bug that you can just give them almost that title to, as long as it came from the tempering house, that it was tempered. You, you California. Yeah. It, it, in some state, California, as we joked earlier, California is a whole, whole different world. Yep. Uh, but, but, but you can, but I, I never wanted to do that as a fabricator because of chain of command. You know, it, where, where this where this glass went. And I mean, that was obviously before things like RFID. But uh, even now, even your best plants, uh, I don't think ever want to sell you a no logo shower door. I wouldn't. I think it's crazy. And I wouldn't no. want to put one in. Hey, so it, it opens doesn't up have a whole... logo? Why? why? Uh, I, I don't try. I, honestly, be, because I see the way that, you know, not every fabrication plan is as beautiful as D3, uh, my architectural glass, where it's organized and, and flowing. I get very worried about tempering plants, you know, that, that are haphazard and, you know, grab glass without a logo on it, think, you know, it, it gets moved okay, across. That makes all, sense. All of a sudden, that, that glass may have gotten fabricated and didn't go through the oven, uh, didn't get, you know, didn't get the logo and it goes out. I just, I struggle, I struggle, to, you know, trusting it. It's probably from the fact that I worked in a, a fabrication plant, had a fabrication plant. Um, if, if a piece went out without a logo uh, and the customer called and said, Hey, we're about to install this. There's no logo. We would say, no, you know, bring it back. And, you know, you know, 99% of the time we'd bring it back and it would break, we'd break it and it'd break tempered and be like, damn it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's peace of mind peace of mind. And, and you know, it, the other, no, I just thought we, the other reason we put the bug on the nipple was on the first tower, we ordered 50% of them stock. And then we realized a lot of them had between an eighth and a quarter inch out of square. So we put out of squares on the doors, but still put the logo on there because I didn't know if the out of square was going to be at the top or bottom. So they gave us the ability to flip it upside down. Yeah. And, and, and like and like Tim will tell you, there are some municipalities that the code inspectors need to see that logo, and if they don't see the logo, they don't care. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And that's the way the code is written. It's yeah. supposed to be visible, but there are many customers that request it, and you know we'll is that we haven't thing? we haven't had it in a while. Time we've, we haven't had that forever. No, we haven't. No, it used to be a thing. They didn't want it at the top. It, you know, like if it's going to be there, it must be at the bottom. And that was another issue. And I think every fabricator out there now is not going to promise where it's going to end up as long as it's in a corner. Uh, I always specify where it's at. Yes, you but you don't always get it. it off. 
you can take you can you can you can polish it off that's true oh yeah i can buff it off too yeah yeah, yeah. So we, we've got a new fabricator out here in fremont and this gal comes down and wants me to buy her shower door i said i'm not going to buy that because i'm not going to put your billboard on the shower door i mean her logo was huge massive <laughs> who, who, who is she? who is she I'm, tim i'm curious what fabricator it was um u.s tempering okay Wow. And it's a big bug. I mean, God, it's it's huge. <laughs> you gotta take a picture. I want to see one. You gotta put that in the group. That's cool. I mean, I mean, she's no longer with the company. I says, you know, I'm not gonna buy your shower doors. I'm not gonna put that have that bill. They should up. be paying you to take that glass. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody else is, you know, Oak Castle used to have a big ugly one. And they've they've fine lined it. Now uh Glass Fab, they have a real small one. Yeah. And sometimes you have to look for it. You can't find it. Oh, it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the code is written. It's supposed to be readily visible yeah. uh, to, for the inspector. And very sometimes it's very, very difficult, especially in new construction where there's not good lighting. They'll have to go in with a flashlight and hopefully it's reflecting somewhat off. You should of buy the, these little stickers with the arrow pointing. Yeah. Yeah. Stick it on the glass. So Max, this deal. brings up a great topic. How many fabricators out there self-certify? You know, it, it, it's funny on the tempered, more, more than you would think, unfortunately, in my opinion. Uh, I, I never realized it until when, when we sold our company in 97, uh, we joined up with a group of, of companies and two of the companies were self-certified and we were shocked. We're like, what do you mean you're self-certified? You know, you're not SGCC, you're not using a different group. And they said, no, we don't need to do that. And we could not believe it. Now we, you know, told them that they had to because the rest of the group was, uh, I would say, I would say probably about 15% is my guess of the industry is self-certified. The majority, the heavy majority still does get the third party. Uh, I really struggle with the self-certification. I think it, it works, but, uh, again, this smaller, the company, I mean, you know, I've walked through plants where, where it's frightening and I, I, you know, those are the types of plants that might be self-certifying and I just don't. Why would you them. do that? Why would you self-certify? Yeah. Money. You know, they think it's. You what know, do you mean money for what? For certification. They don't want to pay SGCC the money. Why don't they have the glass supplier pay for it? Uh, when you're, when you're of a smaller size glass supplier, you're lucky to even glass from the glass supplier, let alone them paying any certification for you. <laughs> You know, the problem is, is that a lot of these guys that get into tempering are, are hornswoggled by the equipment manufacturer. Hornswoggled. That's a yes. good one. Yeah, I mean, that's your word of, word of the night tonight. Hornswoggled. Hornswoggling. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they get hooked in by the, 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 the machinery folks because there's tons of machinery folks who would come to somebody like, like, like Brian in New Jersey. You know, you're, you're rolling along. Give it two years from now. You're, you're rocking and rolling. You've built your place up. And they're like, dude. You need to you need to temper your own glass. We can get you an oven for you know for nothing basically, and they make it really easy for you to get into it. And then they forget to tell you all the other costs, huh. you know, and they forget to even tell you things like harp racks and you know all the things that you would need. And you begin to scramble, and 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 then you start to look to cut costs. Uh, and and at that point, when you're looking to cut costs, you know you look at well, I'm not going to go through SGCC for certification. I can do it myself. I can follow the rules. I'll break the glass every hour or whatever, which you won't. Uh, and, and, you know, you'll try to self-certify and try to get away with it. And unfortunately, you know, there are a lot of people that do that. Uh, so you have to be very, very careful. But I think from talking to everybody in this group, I mean, the three tens of the world uh, do things the right way that, you know, obviously the glass fabs, you know, Brian Freya at, at glass fab is, is, uh, is an absolute, you know, insane asylum sort of guy. He would never ever do anything out of out of the out of bounds. So, you know, people like that are are, are going to follow the rules. Uh, it's just some of the smaller guys. You have to be careful. That's all. Doesn't seem like the juice is worth the squeeze on that. I, it, it's not, but I feel bad for some folks that get into it. You know, there was a guy that got into it in, in Louisiana who was a shower door installer. Uh, was convinced to get into tempering by a, 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 a equipment manufacturer, him, him and his, his partner. Uh, it's been a disaster for them because they weren't ready for it. They didn't understand what they were doing. They spent a ton of money on equipment. Uh, and and they uh, now him and his partner don't even talk. I mean, and they're together. And, and I mean, they're holding on by a thread. And it's heartbreaking. 
Uh, it's absolutely heartbreaking. And they were cutting their own glass. They had a cutting machine and they're cutting their own glass at 27% yield. They were throwing away 70% of everything they cut because they weren't understanding what was going on on the cutting oh, side. It can happen quick. You know, that. so, so, you know, you, you know, I, 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 you know, it's some, some people get hooked into it and they don't know what they're doing. And, uh, it's a shame. It's, it's, it's a real, real shame. So the reason I bring it up is there's a lot of shower door installers that are on Chris's page here. I think, what do you have, Chris? Over 2,200 uh, members of this group. I think we're now, we're at like 1,800, 1,900, okay, something like 1,800. That. And out of that, a lot of these installers are buying from some fabricator somewhere and they don't understand the labeling on the bug. There may be a bug on there and it says tempered. Yeah. That's it. No numbers. They don't understand what the numbers mean, what it, what you have to go through to get it certified. They just get a piece of glass that says tempered and they think they're good. Now, if they go out and try and do a high rise where the architect has specified that it has to meet all the ANSI regulations and they don't know the difference, they're selling, they're putting themselves at a huge risk, a huge risk. And they don't know, and they don't know it. What we've always, what we always told, we had the fabrication companies. We always told our customers that the selling point is, is that you are you are supplying tempered that is coming from an FCCC certified facility. You're selling fully third party certified tempered. That is in all of the specs. And if your competitors aren't, they they are really not. You know, they're not. You know, in 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 uh, you know, in compliance with the specifications. Um, so that's that's a big big thing. That's a big big thing. And, and I guess it, my question, Brian, you, you do you do insulating, but you don't you, you haven't moved into tempering yet, have you? I'm sure you since you're doing insulating, uh, Brian, out of Chattanooga. I assume that the machinery yeah. people were probably hitting you up to get a tempering oven. No, um, I I bought all used equipment anyway, okay. uh, and so I, I went around the back end on that one, I guess. But uh, I don't have the facility or the uh, volume uh, to do tempering. I would love to. Uh, I always say that the first guy that starts a tempering furnace in uh, Chattanooga is going to own the town, but uh, not yet. Not yet. Matter of time. Matter of time. Uh, and and I do say not yet because I I would like to do it. At some what point. size furnace would you get, Brian? I like, I like it. I don't even know what sizes are offered. <laughs> I have no. <laughs> probably a small. I mean, I just do uh, I do residential glass. Uh, I don't do anything big, so it would just be a residential furnace. Well, I, if and when you're ready for that, I strongly suggest you go to Fort Myers and visit with the Dobbins and, and, and see what they do. And then and definitely get to places like GPAD, the glass processing show, so you can see all of the equipment and meet people. That, that'll definitely, and that's in Nashville this year, so it's not far from you. Maybe may be worth your time to sneak over to Nashville at the end of March and just see what's out there. End of March. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I might do that. It's a couple hours, so. Yeah, yeah I'll, send, I'll, I'll send you a note. I'll get your, your info from Chris. I'll send you a note. Yeah, do that, please. Well, do. Wow. Sorry, didn't mean, didn't stuff, mean to hijack. Man. We're going all over the place. You didn't mean to hijack it here. I, I apologize. <laughs> Please get back to you. Hey, it's great. I'm counting on you worked. to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, before you came on, I was telling Chris how we should try and get the guys from 310 to come on. Yeah. I can't believe you mentioned them because uh, I know Greg very, very well. Oh. He's such a super guy. Greg, Greg's a sweetheart, and uh, I think he would. I think he'd be be great. And obviously, uh, you know, the Phantom, him, him inventing the Phantom, and, and uh, doing what he did with that. But uh, great guy, Chris is a great guy. So I'm sure that they would they would get on there. But uh, I know that they're, those those guys are always so busy too, um, especially with the new facility over in the east. So we're this close to getting Don Freeze on here. I'm still still <laughs> trying to get Don, and I, I know I'll get him yet. That'd be great. I, yeah, I had him on the podcast, and he was I know. wonderful. He was yeah, wonderful. On the yeah, I listened to every minute of it. It was great. Absolutely, he's a super, super guy. Super guy. He's like the Babe Ruth man. Yeah, in the industry, exactly. right? Yeah, he is. He is. Awesome. I love it. Awesome. Hey, hey, let story, us all man. sell our let us all sell our businesses for one point one billion. Uh, how about that? Let, let's all follow in that bit. That 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 that. Uh, here, here. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I'll Max, fire sell ours right now for half of that. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Max, I did want to tell you, we ended up selling three shower doors to Burt Blylevin. Nice. Very nice. I'm not sure they're installed yet. They should be any day now. 
Very nice. Very nice. Well, the guys on the call, I, I got to visit uh, the, the Dobbins and, and uh, I got to see Keith took me to a job site and uh, I got to see not only some shower doors, but I saw a, a glass spiral staircase that, that they put in um, that the glass flyers are glass shape that, that's out of Australia, Keith. Um, this thing was just, I mean, mind blowing to look at. And, you know, the, the, just the functionality to be able to put it in the engineering, Keith and his group. Um, just, just stunning, just a, a stunning, you know, you know uh, staircase there. Uh, something to see. Something Keep to see. going, Max. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you start that speech over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I love seeing, I love seeing the material. I love, uh, I, and, and the worst part is uh, my wife picked on me tonight. She goes, when are we going to get to redo the bathroom? Because I have a, I have a 25 year old uh, shower door, uh, six mil quarter inch, uh, with with gold framing, gold framing, oh. really really bad. It is the worst shower door setup you can imagine. And here here I feel like I I'm so connected to the glass industry. I live for the product, and I probably have the worst shower door of anybody in this industry. So one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> I I I still have a curtain. <laughs> That is hilarious. The shoemakers like got the worst shoes. You know this. Exactly. Yeah, I was out uh, measuring for a contractor, a new contractor that I'm doing work for. And he's talking about that, you know, his house and his wife's after him to finish the remodel. That he oh, started, you know, 10 so years. true. That's, that's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Sad, but true. So, Keith, I got to tell you about a staircase we did up on Los Altos Hills. It was the guy that invented the first Google car. And he had glass glass spiral staircases, steps going down, and they had a party. And the caterer took all the bottles in a plastic bag down the stairs. And the bottle, the bag broke. Ah, uh. you know, five thousand, five thousand, all the way down the, all the way down the stairs. Glass stair treads. Yep. Laminate, triple laminate. Oh, it was. They were thick. You know, what's you're it, saying uh, like five thousand dollars each? Yeah, it was Crovista. I mean, uh, or a bunch of stock in Google. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> came from Crovista out of Mexico, and uh, Jero Glass was doing the, that. But are they wow. close to you, Jero Glass? No, they're in LA. Yeah, a contractor. Brought, this was an eighty-five foot diameter house, and the contractor brought them up to do the exterior of the house. And we did all of the the uh, shower door work and everything else inside the house. But did you fix the stair treads? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't need any more headaches. <laughs> I mean, these guys came up, flew up there, and they had a little bus that they drove to the job site back and forth. It was a pretty interesting job. Is stair treads a lot? You know what, what I'm seeing, at least trend wise, trend wise, interior stair treads are growing. Um, handrails, you know, glass handrails, uh, you know, in inside the home, it, on the stairwells, even a regular everyday home uh, where it used to be kind of the wood spindles, they're going to glass with polished edges. Uh, you know, glass that might fit into it, you know, a thinner frame. Uh, more glass partitions. Uh, in the home, uh, again, to allow, you know, more natural light to come through, maybe using glass with switchable, you know, the, the, you know, the, the opaque switchable uh, floor to ceiling sort of thing. So, uh, you know, those are definitely some of the trends that we're seeing go more mainstream than ever. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, you, you, you couldn't get a, a glass stairwell into a regular home or a glass railing into a regular home, uh, you know, for, for nothing. You know, maybe you can get a glass railing on the outside of the home, especially if they had a view. Now it's uh, you know you're seeing it a lot more often, and you're seeing builders start to offer it in their upgrade packages at the same rate that they're offering you know higher end shower doors too. So that's something to keep in mind. That's a it's a it's a nice ad and something you guys can all do. And Max, we are we're so long on what you're saying. We just signed a lease for a second space strictly for office partitions, glass railings. In the wine cellars, and we're making a mod. We got in conjunction with the metal fabricator to make two tier stairs for stair treads and the glass railings around it just to showcase it. It'll be the first of its kind in our area. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because we see it just like you, 
everything's being more modernized and evolving and it's just more and more glass. Yeah. C- c- cigar rooms, man caves. Um, you know, that's, she that's sheds. All, yeah. She sheds. And, and again, okay. using especially the, the cost of the, of the switchable, uh, switchable glasses come down so much yeah. that, that for that, you know, for that, that man cave, she shed sort of thing, you know, your cigar room, flip the switch and it, it turns, it turns completely opaque. Uh, and gives the privacy that the people want to kind of chill in there. Um, it, that's a really, really uh, you know hot play right now, and it's come down so far in price. It's affordable. Wow, that's good news. Yeah, more glass. More glass. The world yeah. needs more glass. It does, and it we're does. just the guys to do it. Yep, we are. Well, I think hey. I think you have to be thinking. Have to be thinking. Right. Thanks so much for joining us tonight, Max. I hope this is not going to be just a one-time thing. No, I'd love to be back. I will definitely, I will definitely uh, work my way back. And uh, you know, Absolutely. thank you all for listening to me and, and hearing me out. I enjoy getting to talk and hear some of the things that you guys talked about. And uh, I'm sorry, I kind of dominated the conversation tonight. No, I, next next time, I'll, 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 I'll a voice like that can't go to waste. You've got yeah. such a yeah. perfect voice. Thanks. I need to have you do like one of our our telephone on hold messages. Yes. Yeah. You, you have <laughs> stars doing that. My gosh. No, that, we want you. <laughs> you are a star. Dude. Yes, exactly. Guys, yeah. don't, don't that will be the voiceover king. I'm yeah, going yeah. to send you a script and ask you to do that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> let them sandbag you. I think they have Michael Keaton or Ben Affleck doing their, their voice on their, their on board. You know, That's hilarious. Jennifer Lopez, something like that. So. No. <laughs> thank you. And, and Brian, I'll drop you an email about G-Pad since you're down the road in Chattanooga. That'd be worth it for you to drive on over for that. Perfect. Thank you. We'll do. Max, do you know uh, Greg Stoll? Clint, uh, Clinton Glass? I don't. I don't. No. He's in uh, Knoxville. Knoxville. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Love to reach out too. Very cool. Okay. All right. Well, good night, guys. Chris, have a good dinner. Good night. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thank everybody. See you guys next Wednesday. Good night, guys. See you next week. Thank you, Chris. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.